0: The first splint we're going to to try here is a sugar tongue splint, which is a a very useful splint and can be used on most injuries of the forearm. Um, Excluding proximal elbow um, and um, uh, finger injuries, the sugar tongue splint is a very versatile splint that allows you to stabilize any type of fracture um, of the forearm. and prevent pronation and supination of the extremity because it kind of it locks around the elbow. Um, when doing a, a sugar tongue, you want to choose the right size web roll when you're going to make this, one that will um, surround the patient's extremity. You don't want to use one that's too small and, of course, uh, uh, be uh, uh, too small for the patient to stabilize their arm. Um, so try to, usually a, a good rule of thumb is is uh, to measure their proximal forearm and if you can um, get to both sides of their forearm with the web roll, that's the thickness that you want. Um, When you're measuring a sugar tongue splint, what you want to do is use your web roll as your your measuring guide. Um, Take it around their hand and measure to their Distal palmar crease, all the way up to their knuckles there to get a length. Then you can rip it off and get the length that you're going to need for your splint. i just put right there. This is going to be the length of your splint, and in building your splint now. You want to make the padded side first, so you roll out, according to the length that you've just measured, several layers of padding. Now the rule of thumb for padding and um, splint material is 7-Eleven, just like the old supermarket store. Um, 7 layers of padding and 11 layers of splint material. Be sure to take one more layer of web roll to cover the outside because when you put your ACE bandage on to wrap it, it will adhere to the um, plaster Paris um, quite ri- uh, rigidly. It will be very difficult to remove for the uh, patient's doctor on follow-up. Okay, now we're going to get uh, the splint for the, our material wet. Now, when you're getting this wet, all you have to do is dump it in your bucket, keeping your hand on one side. This is very important because if you just put it in a big wad, it'll end up being a big wad and you'll never find the end. So keep, your, keep uh, one hand attached to, at least to one end of the, the material. Totally submerge it, bring it up, give it a good squeeze, bring it out to length, take some of the, the wrinkles out of it. And this is actually a very important step because you don't want any wrinkles in the material when you apply it, because that can create a pressure area putting our last layer on and then just hold your arm out there. Now, whenever you're putting on a splint it's nice when you have a patient model to help you out and put their arm where you need it to be but if someone has a fracture through here they're not going to be too prone or too, too likely to hold up their own heart for you so get an assistant always have enough people to help you out when putting on these splints someone holding any of these fingers while they just allow their, the weight of their arm to hold down will um, reduce the fracture into a, a more anatomical position while you're putting on the splint. It'll be more comfortable for the patient and it'll make it your life a lot simpler when you're trying to apply these splints. When you're putting on the splint, make sure you get it up to the knuckles and on the other side, you want to be up to the palmar surface. Okay? Okay, so. I'll have my other assistant, pull down there. It wraps around the elbow. <clears throat> we can put our, four inch aces are nice, start them around the wrist. Another trick is not to put these on super duper tight. You don't want to take all the elasticity out of the um, ace bandage. You want it to put it on and allow them any amount of swelling and you take up that elastic um, uh, excursion you have. If you put it on too tight, you're just going to create uh, too much of a pressure or you, uh, make them more prone to a compartment syndrome, which is exactly what we're trying to avoid with a splint. It's opened on this side, it's open on this side, and allows for swelling. Taking this around, don't worry about the thumb, you can totally encase the thumb with the wrap. We can come out and free them up later. Bring the four inch around. now. A simple injury can be treated like this and while there's still motion in the plaster, you can pull on the extremity, you can bend it over and get it into a position that you like and then hold it in that position while the plaster sets up. And then Once it sets up, you'll have that splint in a rigid position to hold your immobilization and your reduction in the place that you want to do. And just for extra style points, these things, these Little fasteners that hold the ace bandage on—they're wonderful. Um, they have little, little teeth on them that hold the, the where it needs to be. Tape can be used uh, very well in this area. Make sure you don't use a circumferential piece of tape because that'll cause a constriction band. A little piece of tape is fine, um, but you just don't want. You want to make sure that you don't put these over your fractured area because if you need to do a post-reduction X-ray these will get in, in the way of the bone, so just, just for a style point make sure that they're off the, the patient's um, extremity, If you, this for this demonstration we didn't cover the entire splint, um, that's okay if we have uh, the need for another um, ace bandage we can wrap another one on there, again at all points we have plenty of elasticity in the, in the ace bandage left over, plenty of elasticity to allow for swelling. Once this starts to set up, it'll be a little bit more rigid. If the patient's laying down, you can just have them put this onto a pillow and rest it while it sets up its final stages. And again, remember, it's an exothermic process. They're gonna. Some kids will complain about the heat. Just allow the parents an understanding. So just make sure you explain everything to them so nothing is coming as a surprise. The, the thumb. To free up the thumb, what you want to do is just go to the the base of the thumb where the uh, uh, ace bandage overlies. You pinch it out, keeping the patient's skin away from there, and you pinch it and you pull it out, and you can cut it. Very easy to cut out a very simple hole in the um, ace bandage. You can pull it up and allow them to. Have their thumb freed, and then you give them a workable hand while the splint is in place. This is a very functional sugar tong, and again, it immobilizes the fracture and it prevents pronation and supination. A very versatile, very often used um, splint for forearm fractures. The first splint will.